Say that, sis. And we have a guest co-host today because it's just me. And our guest co-host today is a friend of mine that I met. She's going to be a friend of mine. <laughs> our souls just met at one of the Relationship Heart to Heart um, talk shows a few weeks back. And ever since then, we've been texting each other here and there when we're not busy. And I'm like, look, I need you to come on my show because it's just me today. So, Ziri, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm Zimri Alexis. Um, I am a healer. I am just a great person. Um, it's a privilege to be here um, with you today. So thank you for inviting me. No problem. So basically, this last week, um, it's been very hectic. I had a very... Uh, emotional last two weeks we did not do a show last week because there were a lot of things going on and I'm like this week we definitely have to get it back popping so today's subject came about three days ago uh I was talking to this guy I I really liked him and guess what what girl he's married he's married okay and I just found this out his wife called me his wife called you. His wife called me. And uh, she's like, uh. And what's crazy is when I first met him, I told him, I don't talk to Kevins. Because every time I talk to a Kevin, it doesn't work. It out. don't work. And that was it, your one, that was your sign number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was my sign number one. But being as though I don't like to judge a book by its cover. Of course. I said, okay, we're going to just see where this goes. But I took my time. I take my time. So that's the most important thing, taking my time so that I can let these uh, let these creases unfold. Oh, and get yeah. these irons and these kinks out. So we were supposed to go to the African Festival on Saturday mm-hmm. when the African Festival was here. And um, people would be like, oh, Shakira, you overthink stuff. You crazy, girl. No, my intuition and my, 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 my spirit don't lie. Yes. So basically, we were supposed to go to the, to the festival and I had talked to him about an hour before. He says, all right, we're still going. Cool, okay. I get ready to get ready. I get ready to go, get my stuff together. I call, no answer. No answer for the rest of that day. No text, no nothing. And I'm like, what the hell? What's going on here? Exactly. So <laughs> then he calls me Monday. Now, the whole Sunday went past. Hold on. So, pause this. <laughs> So since you telling me that you guys were supposed to go out on Saturday, and he literally stood you up low key, he stood me up and he didn't, didn't text, contact didn't you call. until the next Monday. business day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's let's look at this though. So I'm like a DHS worker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to deal with her today. So he says. Hey, babe, you know, I was trying to get in contact with you. I just found your information on SoundCloud because my phone got stolen. This is crazy. I'm like, well, what happened? He like, yeah, uh, my cousin and them was over my house. He brought this girl over, and I left the room, and everybody was getting ready to leave, and I look up, and my phone was gone. I'm like, why didn't you search everybody, you know? So me being who I am, me being who I am, I'm like, okay. 
I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But I said, something not right. But I'm just going to let these cards play out. Mm-hmm. You know, because remember, we've been talking for about a month and a half. This is the first scenario that has happened. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let this just ride. And and that's been taking that time. Yeah. That's been taking that time. Okay. I said, I'm going to let this ride and see what's going on. Just make sure I'm not tripping. And um, so then, what's today? Today's Friday... We were supposed today's to... Saturday, baby. Oh, today's Saturday. <laughs> Look at me. Um, we were supposed to go. I said, okay. He tells me he could cook and all of this stuff, and he could do this, and he could do that, and he's getting ready to open up a business. And I'm like, okay, you got your shit together. You're getting your shit together. You're in the same position I am with building and building yourself. Mm. I like that. So he's like, yeah, I want to cook for you. So I said, okay, we're going to go grocery shopping. He stood me up again Wednesday. Okay, well, wait, sis. He said, I'm going to cook for you at your house. Now, I invited him. All right, cool. This okay. is my invitation. Okay. Because we already talked about on the last show, don't invite your ass to my house. Mm-hmm. I invited him. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, all right, cool. You know, you can come over, you can cook for me, whatever, whatever. And same thing happened. I called. All right, I'm about to go to the grocery store. What all you want me to grab? Da, 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 da. I get the food. I get to the house. I call. No answer. I said, mm-hmm. so I text him. I text him and I said, you know what? You got somebody else. I said, because this is the second time you've done this and you've been really consistent. But just be honest with me because I'm going to be honest with you. You know, Mm -hmm. I talk to other men. You're not my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, we have never been physical or anything like that with each other. I genuinely was getting to know this man because I actually liked what he was presenting and, you know, the whole package or whatever. And basically, the way that we end up meeting was I deliver prescriptions to his job. Mm-hmm. So, and it's inevitable for him not, not see to see me. Him. So, for the last six months, he, I knew he liked me, but he never said nothing. And I'm I'm working on letting men approach me because mm-hmm. I'm always the aggressor when it comes to men. I'm working on, you know, being a little bit more reserved. But you're the catch, sis. And, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I'm working on being, but see, that's just my spirit. Mm-hmm. No, I and, understand. So I'm like, okay, I um, I lost my phone at a patient's house. So I was freaking out. And the way he got my number was, because we always were cordial. Hello, mm. hi, how you doing? How's your day? And I said, let me, can I see your phone so I could call my phone and see where I left it? And it was upstairs at the patient's house. And so he's like, well, now I could call you because I've been trying to figure out how to talk to you. So that's how we met. No coincidence. I'm like, all right. I mean, but, you know, we're going to see each other because I come to his job every other day or so. Mm. So, fast forward back to where we are now, and he's like, uh, yeah, he never called me back. Later on that night, it's 12 in the morning, I'm getting the call. So, I'm like, let me get my shit together, because I'm about to go off on his ass. He stood me up again. A woman say hello. I said, who is this? I said, who is this calling me from Kevin's phone? She like, this is his wife. I said, oh, shit, I'm the side bitch by default. Ah! Bitch by default. <laughs> I'm a sad bitch by default. And so, what did Kevin's wife want, sis? No, you know what she was. I'm not that type of woman that's gonna cuss you out. She the wife. Mm-hmm. That's her. You know, she was respectful. She was like, "How long have y'all been talking?" So I told her the whole story I just told you. You know, some people be like, "No, nah, you shouldn't even have did that." Look, my thing is this. Obviously, they relationship already fucked up. Mm-hmm. First of all, don't ever put me in a situation where I have to be 
finding something out like this, mm-hmm. you should always be upfront. Because I'm not going to fuck with a married man anyway. Period. You know what I'm saying? And but I he told knew her. That, and I said, he don't wear his ring, sis. I said, when I first, the, the whole time I've met, been going to this job, he's never had a ring on that finger, on either finger, mm-hmm. you know, to, to even imply that he was a widow. Never. And she was like, are you serious? She was like, uh, I put him out the house because he had just, I just found out he was cheating on me with another girl from the job. I said, you know, this is a coincidence because this is the same shit that happened with me and my child's father, <laughs> you know? And she's like, yeah, he, he's been doing such as blah, blah, blah. So most people might call me messy, but I gave her the whole tea. I spilled the whole bucket. Like, look, this was going on because as black women, we have to learn to stick together because we always get upset at each other and want to tear each other's head off or the side bitch want to make the, the wife feel belittled. No, bitch, you in the wrong. And even if you don't know that you in the wrong because you the, the side bitch that default, just comply. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not your fault and it ain't her fault. It's him. So she's like, he's sitting here trying to make it seem like I'm crazy. So she, um, she comes into the room and wakes him up because he's asleep and I'm on speakerphone. And she's like, I thought you said you wasn't talking to nobody. He's up there making up all these lies. I said, so you going to lie on me? I said, you going to lie? I said, I don't lie. And he got quiet. And he took the phone and hung up. So she called me from her cell phone. By this time, I guess she already had my number memorized, some shit. Oh, yeah. She definitely looked and was like, eh, just in case this goes south, I'm definitely going to remember this number. But it's like, at the end of the day, how are you lying on me and I didn't call you? Exactly. I mean, she called me. This wasn't and me calling your exactly. phone and she's returning my phone call at 12 o'clock in the morning. Your wife's calling me. So exactly. you're already a dirty bastard anyway. She Guess what he had me under in his phone? Girl, don't play with me. Little bro. Ah! <laughs> I'm little bro, y'all. <laughs> she said the reason why she suspected that he was talking to somebody was because when I was calling him that Wednesday, they was barbecuing. Mm. And he was supposed to come here. So I'm calling him, blowing his phone up. Like, what the hell? Why are you standing me up? That's my pet peeve. Like, to be stood up. I don't like that shit. Call mm. me and cancel. If he would have called and canceled, like, you know, I, I wouldn't even, yeah. I wouldn't even, this wouldn't even have happened. But this was supposed to happen. Right, so I'm like, uh, when he heard me, he was like, well, I thought we was getting a divorce. So I started moving on. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, nigga, what? I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out how you thought you were getting a divorce, but you still going home and laying next to this woman. Okay. Hold on. But get this. That ain't even the fuckery. The fuckery is when I was telling her the whole tea, I said, yeah, he told me, you know, about his kids. He told me that he's trying to start a, a restaurant and everything he's going to chef school she said wait he told you what she said that's what i'm doing that's my idea sis, men sis he out here stealing <laughs> he stole his wife's idea and made himself look better oh, yeah. <laughs> so men let me tell y'all something when you are married I don't care if you are going through trials and and and, and tribulations with mm-hmm. your divorce you know, you, first of all, I would have more respect if you just was up front and say, hey, I'm going through the divorce. I said, okay, if I decide to wait and just kind of sit there and wait, that's my decision. But at least we're doing it correctly. But the fact that he completely lied and completely deceived me. And I'm like, you know, I told his wife, I said, you know, you deserve better because she sounds like she is a pretty good woman yeah she's gonna stay though sis but um she is and that's what i told her in a text message 
I said, you know, I hope that uh y'all get that together. Oh, you know, whenever you tired, you're going to leave. She said, uh-uh, you can have them. I said, why would I want that? What he going to do for me? Because the same shit. She she the same shit going to happen to me, sis. Sis, we thought... <laughs> Right here, I'm just gonna tell you, sis. I wanted him, or thought I wanted him, because of how he was presenting himself to me. But he was really just the negative energy presenting. Uh, he was deceitful. Uh, yes, appearing as a positive one. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it was good at the end of the day that you took out the time to give it time for for to see his true colors, to mm-hmm. see that he really wasn't that positive energy that he was trying to make himself seem. Like he literally took. His wife, somebody who he's supposed to love, supposed to love, took her ideas to try to make himself seem like he was something when really at the end of the day, he He ain't shit. Nothing. Nothing at all. But since one thing that I do want to just say is with us taking our time, that was the great, one of the greatest things I think that you've done as far as in this situation. But I would just suggest that when we come across those things, that we know we don't like, that's just a no-go. Because one thing that I noticed that you said is, this is a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve for you to be stood up. So it was like, that first time he stood you up, you should have been like, you know what, fuck you. No, the reason why I didn't take that as being stood up was because of what he said. Now, I'm like, give and take. I have some really crazy shit happen to me. Random ass, off-the-wall shit that you'd be like, oh, that shit just don't seem real. Like, what I was telling you happened. Things happen like that to me all the time. So I said, okay. Somebody stole his phone. He really did it when I seen him. Because I went up to his job on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we sat there and we just kicked it. And everything. And I told his wife that. And we just kicked it and talked and stuff. And we just sitting at the job kicking it. He had a new phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Like, he wasn't lying. All right. He was telling the truth. That wasn't stand-up. Somebody stole his phone. Mm-hmm. But then what ha- when that happened on Wednesday, I'm like, okay, this shit just don't seem right. This mm-hmm. is twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Nah. So, nah, the only thing that I think I have a problem with with myself is I have a duality with... I ha- I know a good Kevin. Wait, sis. I know two good Kevins. Did you say he said... He had to find you on SoundCloud? Like, he, how did he, he end up... How he, did he end up... You can go... You can go... He called me from the work phone. You can go online through iCloud.com. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time and get your information. Oh, that must be the iPhone shit. You know, I'm yeah, not here to the iPhone. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm Android over here, y'all. So. Yeah, but you could go into the cloud online and get all that information. So okay, that just it was, was sufficient. Okay. It, everything was sufficient. His little loud was real set up and nice. It's nice. Yeah, the enemy and, is very deceiving. Clever, you yes. know? So, so you were telling me that you know two Kevin. I know two Kevin. Okay. Like somebody that I've been uh friends with since I was like thirteen. Um he's what about forty nine. Like we got a big age gap. But it's always been time with him and I. Our timing has always been off. We've never been able to really be in the, but my mother loves him. She's like, That is forever my son in law. I don't care if y'all never married. Like, he's never done no wrong, you mm-hmm. know. The only wrong he do is the time management. Like, he can go, if we were together, he could go somewhere for, like, weeks, and I would not think that he cheating. But we have that really good friendship and relationship. And then my best friend, Kevin, he's a really good guy, mm-hmm. you know. He's, 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 he's dated really nice girls. I've never seen him to be a cheater. But, um, so I never want to be like, oh, I just can't fuck with no Kevin. It's kind of, it's a duality because a part of me wants like, I will never talk to a Kevin. And then the other part is like, you know what? 
you can't judge every Kevin because of the last two Kevins. I just don't even, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, that's, like, realistic, but I just, like, don't even want to agree with that. Because let me tell you this. Every dude that I've talked to who names start with a D, starts with a D, it doesn't work out for me. And I think that it's not a coincidence that you're sitting here and you're telling me, hey, I've been friends with this person for so long. And, you know, our timing just wasn't right because I've recently been in a situation to where I've known this guy for 10 years and it was always a good time with him. Like we only had sex like twice when we were a little younger. And, you know, now I have a kid and he has a kid, but it's like, finally I'm single and he's single, but then it's not working. It didn't work. Like, first of all, I'm a queen, so I know what I deserve. I know what I deserve. I know what I want. I know how I want a man to make me feel. Um, and he just wasn't giving me those things. But not only that, it was just like, okay, I feel like I could look past or I could just take the time out to see if you would give me the things that I want. And it was just like, um, I would go over his house. I would cuddle. We would cuddle. I would just call him in the middle of the night. Hey, can I come cuddle? And he's like, yeah, of course. I don't mind, so I just go over there. And then I would get up and I would take him to work in the morning before I took myself to work, pick him up, hey, bae. It was like a bae type thing. We even tell each other that we love each other. Well, would, before I stopped dealing with him, tell each other that we love each other. But we knew it wasn't a relationship. And we weren't having sex. We would cuddle. We would kiss. We would, like, do kind of like a foreplay type of thing, like just more of a sensual touching type thing. But not, oh, I'm rubbing on your genitals and, you know, it wasn't definitely a sex thing. But it was just like, we were comfortable with where we were. Right. Like, it was like, we don't want to have sex because we know that if we have sex, it's going to complicate things. And we like where we are. Right. And, you know, it just all seemed good. And I really felt like, okay, I can take what I want from this. So then, this is just like really recently, like last Friday. Last Friday, I'm at his house, and he just makes me feel so uncomfortable. Um, I won't get into, you know, detail, detail of what I went through, but some of the things that I've been through with men have been them being controlling and me feeling like um, I'm not important enough or I'm not enough and them telling me what to do and trying to make me do things. But it was just, I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, all this time, it was the facade. We Right. All this time, we finally have a chance to come together and we're not... Like, I'm not talking to anybody. You're not talking to anybody. It's always been, I'm talking to somebody and you're not, or you're talking to somebody and I'm not. And we never had a chance to actually come together and be in a relationship. But it's like, when the opportunity finally presents itself, I was faced with this, hey, Zimmer, you have to choose. You have to decide. Like, I had to think. I just constantly was thinking to myself, like, is this a person? Is this that time for us? Or it just like all this time has it just not been meant to be. And it's like at the end of the day, it turned out to where it just really wasn't meant to be. It was no coincidence that when I was in a relationship and I was loving somebody that he wasn't, you know, and vice versa. Like we just weren't meant to be together at all. And it's like even though he was really cool, funny, we could laugh, chill, and not have sex, you know what I'm saying, and connect on that type of level, there was still something about him or maybe that spirit was driving him to push me away from him or, or whatever. Like, he just really, the way that he had came at me the last time I was at his house, it made me feel so uncomfortable to the point to where I was just like, you know what, I don't want to talk, I don't, I'm leaving. I was like, I don't like how you're acting, I'm leaving. And I didn't get an apology, 
I didn't get a, oh my God, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. And this person knows what I went through. You know. So you didn't even care. I didn't care. And and then I felt like I don't even want to pers- continue to try to c- pursue a friendship with you. Even after 10 years. Yes, because it's just like, how could, how could you be my friend and tell me that you love me and you know what I've been through with a man and then turn around and try to treat me the way that that man treated me? Yep. And people don't understand, like, when you go through traumatic experiences, like what I went through, when you deal with that trauma, it's either it either consumes you and you stay victim and bonded to it mm-hmm. or it literally will push you away it literally the first moment that you get that somebody shows you that you will literally just not want to deal yeah, with them anymore it's a complete turn off so then i felt like Excuse that me. was a test for me and i felt like that shows a lot of my growth um because normally zimri would have been like you know what let me just try let me just try sis like like you did you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but it was just like i had to tell myself I'm never going through that again. And just even for a person to feel like they can do that to me, especially after they know what I went through, it's just not meant to be. And I had to literally just discipline myself because I'm really going through this thing to where I want to be loved, you know, and I want somebody, but I'm still in the process of healing. Mm. Um, Like, I felt like I was healed, but then I just noticed that when I start to deal with men and start to talk to them, it's like, Zimmer, you're not healed because the way that you come off. So have you ever, have you ever, um encountered a situation like mine or like with a married person um yes i've definitely i wouldn't say specifically like yours i haven't encountered a situation to where i've actually talked to someone i always ask people i haven't had someone lie to me and tell me that they were not married when they were or even i can't even say that i can think of right now in a relationship like i've never had a woman approach me and say I'm his wife or I'm his girlfriend. I never necessarily had to deal with that. I have had men lie to me and tell me that they're not messing around or talking to somebody else I've been cheated on. But as far as dealing with a married man, no. But I can speak on this situation. I have a friend. And I won't disclose her name. But we're really close. And she's currently dealing with a guy who's married. She didn't know he was married, though. And it wasn't that he lied. He just wasn't truthful. I mean, he just didn't. He just wasn't upfront about it. It just wasn't. He was deceitful. Yeah. I'm married. I see my wife. We're not together. I don't want to be with her, but I'm married. And she just didn't know when this kind of just came out of nowhere. And she was just telling me, like, since he's a liar. Originally, when we first talked about him, she was saying the same things you were saying. He's good. He's a good person. He does this. Oh, no. Uh, see, I'm, t- I'm talking about four different Kevins. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about Kevin that's married. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For Kevin that's married, this this situation is similar to that. Mm-hmm. They met. Everything was good. Like, I mean, and see, I wouldn't say exactly, but he was, like, doing things for her. This, like, was, like, this and- was, like, the first time that I've really went into something with my guard up. Because I'm such a lighthearted open. person mm-hmm. and open you person. So, I was real... I was real guarded, but I didn't let him see that I was guarded. Mm-hmm. I gave him enough... You know, to know that I was interested. And to get him to open. Or yeah. Or to get him to sh- yeah. start to show. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm happy I didn't, like, completely open up. Of course. You know, so basically, message to, to, to marry me. And, like, you have to understand your vows. You know, I know a lot of people, they don't, a lot of people that I come across, they're like, oh, they don't believe in the institution of marriage as far as, like, by state law. But even if you are married under God, you know, 
just you two being married. You have to understand your vows. And those are very important because it's through healthness, through sickness, through through everything. And I think that people in our generation, they're just so hung and strung on being married that they're not even focusing on what the actual goal of marriage is and to how to keep that marriage together. And I genuinely hope that them two fix their issues because they have five kids together. Okay? And I've been wanting to... He's blocked me from talk from calling him, but he doesn't realize that I'm gonna he's gonna, gonna see, see me, me again. You can't run from I me. have to come to your job. So my advice to him is not to yell at him, cause two or three years ago I'd be tearing his ass a new one. But that ain't my job, cause I ain't your bitch anyway. My thing is to let him know. Look, your sons and your daughters, your sons is watching how you treat their mother. And you men have to realize, especially when you have kids, that those are going to be the things that they pick up and how they're going to treat their their significant other. Your daughters are going to reciprocate and find a man who treats you, who treats who treats their them like you treat their mother. You know, and he ain't gonna hear you, sis. He ain't gonna hear me. He but you know what? It don't matter because when I plant that seed and when it info and when it influences and when it manifests, he's gonna feel what I oh, feel. Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna feel it. And they don't understand, and he's probably not gonna understand or feel that anytime soon, depending on how young his kids are. But you always, you always see that. It always comes like whatever you do. As your seed follows behind, those things happen to them too. The way that the man treats a woman. That's how people going to be out here trying to treat your daughter because it's called karma. It's karma. It's the energy that you put out. And we don't realize that as parents, the things that we do affect our Our children. children. Mm -hmm. Like my spiritual life coach was telling me last night. She's like, Zimri, you have to break this generational curse. And she's like, it starts with you. She's like, even though you've already went through what you went through, the curse has already came in, you know, done its damage. Mm -hmm. You still can fix this. And you have to fix this for Zamira. You have to fix this for your daughter. You have to face your demons. Because, you have to. Because, and that's why I use my child's father as an example so much. Because it's, even though we didn't work, he was a very powerful aspect in my life. He influenced a lot of things and brought a lot of things out of me that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, from the shit. Love will make your ass do some crazy shit. Girl, you ain't got okay? to me twice. So, the things that I always talk down, the things that I used to talk down on people for doing, do I found myself you doing. Do right. And it just, it it takes so much of you. And I thank him for all of that. And he, I just saw him the other day and we was kicking it and stuff. But I'm like, bro, it ain't that type of game no more, mm-hmm. you know. But we're still good friends. That's good. And... I had to break that. I had to break that hurt and that that bitterness that was developing in me because, like I said, I could never see myself allowing myself to hate the man that helped me give birth or create this beautiful child. So that was my way of, like, breaking a curse. But, see, then again... It's never been a curse for like that in my family because my parents had never went through that. My parents are still really good friends. So that was the karma that came on to me. But for him, it came from a different background. His parents were not you know, on the best of terms. Right. So that's what he knew. And right. I was trying to teach him another way. Mm-hmm. You know, but when when you when you marry and the women too, like women need to understand that 
you, how can I, what do they say, the 80-20 rule? Yeah. Because you always thinking about, okay, what can I find, what can I find better? If it's something that that relationship is lacking, mm-hmm. you know, they cool. want to figure out yeah. what they can do or who they can do or to to, to pick up that slack. Mm-hmm. And, girl, I got my foot all on your phone. <laughs> Sorry. Your, your feet clean. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have to, to find, uh, we have to understand that everything that we want in somebody is, everybody's their own person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, first, first of all, I have to learn how to communicate with them and figure out where you both stand. But everything that you may want may not be in that person. But if you have an 80%, why are you going to go try to get a 20%? When you can low-key probably, if you give that man or woman that constant 80%, and then you love them, if, if everybody's giving 80%, that 20% is going to come. That's how I feel. I feel like you can pull that 20% out From of somewhere. a person. Mm-hmm. Like, love, like you said, makes you do a lot of crazy things, like the polygamy. Before I met my baby daddy, polygamy? What? Another girl in my relationship? No. But then it was just like... Polygamy. Look, polygamy, polygamy, (laughs) shit. Tomato, tomato, sis. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Polygamy. Mm -hmm. Poly, polo. (laughs) No, no. uh, Polygamy, to, to deal with that, Girl, you know, if we say polygamy, I mean, if I say polygamy, people might know what I'm talking about. But, but you know, you're so political. Girl, people, I right? told you. I'm yeah, like, what the hell? You didn't want to hear me like sis. Because I'm like, should I correct her or just let her keep going? Okay, so which one is it? Polygamy? It's polygamy. Okay, girl. Look, no, because uh, Love My Yacht corrected me to it. I'm just like, girl, it's polygamy. <laughs> but polygamy. Um, okay. Anyway, keep going with your crazy ass. So, um... You know, I had knew nothing about that. And it was just like, I mean, I'm not going to get all extra personal because I don't know how personal. I'm but. very personal, but that, okay. you ain't got to be that way. I just don't want the audience to be like, whoa, girl. Um, I had never had a threesome before. Whoa, girl. When I thought, <laughs> yeah, whoa, girl. So when I met the father of my child, it was like, for my first birthday, we had a threesome. And it was fucking everything. Wait a minute. Was that his idea? Or of course. Yours? Girl, oh, well, it wasn't even—it wasn't, even, wasn't even like that though. It wasn't even. Oh, we gonna have sex with her tonight? Like this girl literally wanted to have oh, she sex chose, with us. She chose y'all. We were drinking and everything. We all had went out. It was a few. It was a few. A lot of us. And when we got back to the house. You know, they was they popped open like a bottle of Grey Goose. And you know, it's me. It's my birthday. I'm turning up. So I'm like, we didn't went upstairs to go to sleep. And I'm like, babe, I'm about to go downstairs and have me a drink. And, you know, take me a shot or two. So I go downstairs and girl goes, I won't say no names, but girl goes, um, yeah, I'll be up there uh, with y'all in a minute. So, you know me, I ain't <laughs> never did this before. Wait a minute, before. she invited yes. herself. She invited herself. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I ain't never did this before. So I'm like, whatever. I didn't believe her. I didn't even think she was going to come upstairs. Girls on upstairs and, you know, I'm doing my thing, you know, the oral and she's just like, I want to watch you. I want to watch you. And my natural reaction was, you can't, you can't be up here if you're not going to join. Like, I was just a freaky shit, girl. Lord. I was like, you can't be up here if you ain't going to join. You can't. It's not just going to be just watching. See, and then it all went down from there. But I got a question. Because, like, polygamy, that is more so a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think people get that confused with just a threesome. So... Are you a polygamist or you just like to have fun? It's hard to explain. I've been in a 
polygamous relationship. Like we I, had a whole three, four way like, relationship. We literally had a girlfriend. Oh, that's fun. Me and my baby daddy, yes, we had a girlfriend. It wasn't fun for me though. I'm not sure. Wait, you did it out of You did that shit for him? I'm trying to figure out really how I explain it. I can say that for the threesomes in the beginning that I did those for him. But when we did the relationship, I didn't mind having a girlfriend. But I can't sit here and lie and say that a portion of that wasn't for him. Because a lot of... There was a lot of deceit. There was a lot of cheating. There was a lot of negativity in my relationship with my the father of my child. Like... I stayed way too long for the things that I was going through. And just to just quickly try to kind of touch on how the situation came about of us, or the three of us being in a relationship, I had my house. My baby daddy had his house. Um, there was some point where I was going through this religion thing, this religious thing, um, and I kind of really had just pushed. I didn't want anybody around me. <clears throat> that was my first time telling him, you have to leave. And it was a hard time, but I made it through that time. Like, you had to leave. Like, it was crazy. Like, literally, my house, we were against each other. Like, that had turned my house upside down. But, you know, I put him out. I did. You have to go. He was on Tether. Well, no, he wasn't on Tether anymore. So, I mean, he just really didn't have anywhere to go. So, he started squatting in this this one house or whatever. He was living there. So, it was his house and it was my house. Now, I'm at home and eventually i emotionally feel like i want to talk to this man again so even after i put him out and he's upset with me i try to get my way back in here i get back in there yes. you know yeah being dumb it's okay sometimes i was like all I, I, was I, that, I was in that dumb dumb place before girl and then <laughs> like that spirit that soul tie because like i said that sex was like it just don't make no sense like i literally just allowed that enemy to take over me but, you know, he was living in his house and I'm living in my house. And at some point where we started messing with each other again or whatever, like, we were having sex and then he stopped. Like, this is how I always would know that he was talking to somebody else or dealing with somebody else because he's like a sex fanatic. We have sex damn near every day or at least come give me some head or, you know, something like that. And that just wasn't happening. So... I am at my house and he's at his house, but he doesn't want me to like come over there. Like it's not, he's not coming to my house to really spend the night like that. He's coming and coming and going as he pleases. Um, and no, I don't want you at my house. You can't come to my house. And at some point he decided, all right, I want you again. So he's dealing with another woman, but I don't know this. And he's dealing with this woman that we were in a relationship with, but I didn't find this out until we ended up getting into a relationship. So, Oh, one day. Wait, 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 wait. So, I'm lost. Okay. He was dealing with a woman that y'all was in a relationship. So, what y'all was... This was the girl from threesome? No, this is not the girl from the threesome. We had several threesomes, so no. These okay. are not these girls. My baby daddy was having... He was dealing with a, a, a chick. Mm-hmm. But he was dealing with me also. But he was dealing with her, like, more on the... All right, I'm about to give you my time. I'm about to give you my attention, like my she, affection. Like she was the main one. Right. Like, wow, I'm over here at home and I'm wanting you to come over and come see me and shit. But <clears throat> you're blowing me off. You're blowing me off like I'm annoying. You and y'all, you knew that right now. I did not know this time. until okay. we all got into a relationship until she started telling me these things. 
So oh. he's at this time we're single, but he's single and I'm taken. So he's out here and he's acting in, in a single like he's single. And you and your mind, I'm at you in home. A relationship. No, not even, I wouldn't even say in my mind that I was in a relationship. I wanted to be single, but but to him you're not single. Oh, it was that way. Yes. Okay. It was you're taken. You're my bitch, but I'm not your man. And it was just like okay, whatever. So eventually we started. He decided he wanted to come back home. He decided, all right, now I want to fuck with you. Like, and I wouldn't say he kicked her to the curb, but he kind of was like, she's never going anywhere. So now I'm about to deal with her. And if she wants to deal with you, then she wants to deal with you. It was my idea. I'm just like, when I seen this girl, I'm like, she pretty, you know, Mm -hmm. she's cool. And I had asked him, like, what do you think about us having a girlfriend? And he was like, well... I don't really don't think that that's a good idea. Girl, this shit's crazy. I really don't think that that's a good idea because you're so wishy-washy. Like, I do. I get bored with people easily. It's not, it's not, it's like, I would want to deal with a, a female. That's why I don't think being in a relationship with a female is for me because I could literally deal with you for, like, two days and then I'm over you. And then I want to deal so with you, you like, like females sexually. And it's you don't a, like It's them. a sexual thing for me. I have came across maybe one or two females that I felt like I possibly wanted to try a relationship with. Um, but it's definitely a sexual thing. Just, it's a sexual thing for sure. Like, I love having sex with women. I do. Um, <clears throat> but she's telling me, like, we end up, we do, we end up getting into this relationship with this girl. Mind you, I still don't know. Like, I don't know that. First of all, where you fucked up at was you had a relationship with a bitch who had already had a secret I didn't know with. this that. I didn't know this though. I didn't know at all that they were even associating. I, I just knew that he was buying but, that she was buying weed from him. That's all I knew. Oh, that's how you seen her. Yes, that she okay, was a that she I'm, was a customer. Oh wow. But, this wasn't a we're friends. No, like when I was at his house, she would come over and buy weed. It wouldn't even be that they were so she knew who you was. Yeah, definitely. Mm-mm. She was definitely that snake. Like when I in my song, well, I have a song and it says. Uh, never thought that I get played by another bitch, but just like these niggas, these bitches ain't shit. And I was talking about her because she literally did come into my life and she played me, and I couldn't believe it. Like I couldn't believe she was dead as a snake. Like this is a person that you want to avoid. Like a person that takes out time, is patient mm-hmm. to try to push you out the way. And I'm thankful for what she did, but it's like I had kind of felt some type of way about it because like, damn, you played me, like. You really tried to make it seem like you had feelings for me and you wanted to be here with the both of us, but you really just wanted him. And I had to step back and I had to take a look at all the things she was saying to me, how those things were making me feel, how those things were making me perceive him. But it's like it's like a double-edged sword because it was like, damn, you fucked over me. But at the same time, you got me to where after that situation, I left my baby daddy. I was done. I've been done. You know, like it's just like, eh, I don't right. be with you for what? So she, yeah, she hurt. She came in, and she was so patient with it. It's crazy. Like, she literally knew what she wanted, and she knew how she was going to get it. And she did her best to play us against each other. Like, my baby daddy would call me going off on me about things that something I would say to her, that something that I said to her, something that I did, things that she wasn't supposed to tell him. And then I realized that she would make me try, try to make me feel some type of way emotionally. Like, when you're around, he doesn't... Um, he doesn't treat me how he treats me when you're not around. Like, I'll be sitting on this couch. I'll be sitting on this couch, and you'll be sitting over there, and he'll tell me to get up and come sit on his lap. Just little shit like that. And I don't know how she knew that those things would get to me, but they did. I never let her see that they bothered me. But it did bother me because 
I've been here for so long and you don't treat me like that. You don't treat me like that. Like, girl, let me stop because I started getting... Girl, we got way off topic and I was just sitting there like, okay, this shit sound like a damn show, a damn uh, movie. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, with the polygamy thing, we got from the husband cheating to this. Yes, to the polygamy. With the polygamy thing, like you said, it... That was just all fucked up from the beginning. And I'm, I feel bad for you that you had to go through it that way. He was not deserving of that to begin with. Ever. So, like, that was something like a, a big red flag, you know. It, it's definitely something you have to take your time with. And shit, if old dude would have told me he was in a whole married relationship and that, that's what they wanted. Like, you know what? <laughs> okay, I would have been like, hey, look, you know, but. See, but, that's what people screw up at. Men don't even realize that. A lot of females are very an, open. Right, if you give us an option, that that's what turns us off. You didn't give me a choice. Mm-hmm. You didn't give me a choice, and you never know. Like they're so scared or of they're rejection afraid. or yes, they're being afraid. told no, and, and that's why they lie to us. Or don't get me wrong, I've been in a situation to where I've lied. What does Drake say? Drake said, "If if somehow you knew that your love would be untrue, would you lie to me?" And the answer to that question, honestly, is yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, I would lie to you. Not only because I don't want to hurt you, I don't want to look like this bad person. I don't know how you're going to react to what I feel or, or what you I could think just or be selfish. Because right. some, at the same time, some people just don't care. And his his facade and everything how he played how he played me and how he tried to pull that wool over my eyes. That what really fucked me up is when she said that he took her idea for her business. That's hurtful. I think that was probably hurt her the most because you just tried to gain a bitch by using my mental, my mental idea. He's probably set up or set all up in her face like, "Bay, I support you. Exactly. You can do this." That's some snake shit. And I'm like, that shows your your colors, like the way that you can just maneuver. And you know what's funny? He has a snake, Mm. and he that's that's. That's the perfect thing for him to have as a pet because you slither just like that motherfucker. Yeah, you know the snake is the serpent. Okay? Okay. And what married men need to understand is that everything is not always going to be peaches and cream. Women, from what I've seen in my lifetime, from the women and myself, they will stay through hell. But a man will get so bit out of shape and emotional as soon as a woman do the same shit and it's over. that they did to over. them yes. to a guy and it's the end of the world and you know one guy he says you know we don't that that's not looked at as being weak because we didn't stay or we didn't allow you to endure and inflict pain on us i said well what is because i know some people call a woman staying with a guy who has hurt her as being weak but I think it's a little of both, on both sides. I honestly because think that in that aspect, we should be more like men. It, it, I think that is because a man, a man will sit up there, and when he's brokenhearted, he will just crumble. And I'm hearing her talk on the phone, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, don't cry, girl. I'm saying that to myself to her, but I can hear she wanted to cry, and I'm like, don't let him see you cry. Mm-hmm. Just make him leave. Because I'm all for her. And she told me, like, if you talk to him, can you let me know? I said, look, I'm going to encourage you to to do whatever you feel is best. Because I'm not going to encourage you to leave. And I ain't going to encourage you to stay. Because you're going to do what you want to do anyway. 
But when you're tired and you genuinely don't want to be bothered with no more, I say, because I've been through the same shit you've gone through with your husband, with my child's father. And when you get tired, it's going to be, I don't even, it's going to be a moment where you just don't even give a fuck and you don't even realize that you just don't care what the fuck he doing. And that's how you know that you're tired. See, but I honestly think since that is meant, like, this, nothing is a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I don't even think, I think that, honestly, you should be there for her. Um, even though you don't know her from under a rock, I know, and it's a big thing Girl, to do, no. But you think I her, did enough. No, you yes. haven't, though. Yes, I have. I'm here to tell you that you haven't done enough because you've came across a woman, and it's everything happens for a reason. It wasn't meant for you to just drop in and say, well, you know what, sis? I hope you don't want to be with him no more, and that's the end No, of I didn't tell her that. She gonna do what she want to do. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should tell her what to do, but to be there to encourage her. To motivate her. Like, this is a woman that you came in contact with. It's no coincidence that, that, that this woman called you. And even as she approached you the way that she approached you, she didn't approach you in a bitchy way. She did not. But I have to kind of beg to differ on that because this is her journey. I'm just passing through. But this was here, my but, test. But what are you doing? It's not. It's, some things aren't only just a test, though. That's just like for us to be here. We're going to go down this path, even though you have your own journey and I have my own journey. We're both on a spiritual journey. We're both going down mm-hmm. a spiritual path. This ain't just some passing. I'm not just passing through here. I know that I'm not just passing through. Right. Here. I know that I'm here to do something for you. Right. And I know that you're here to do something for me. And you're not, you didn't just come across this woman just to tell her. I'm telling you this, like, when spirit talks to me, I'll just tell you. No, I, I can't agree with you it. You have, just, I just think out several just ways think about to look it. at it. Just, that's what I'm saying. Just think about it and pray about it. Because when I tell you that, even for you to sit here and say, you know what, I, I don't want him. I don't want this. Why, why not at least one time, sis? And I'm asking you this one time. Why not at least one time talk to this woman and encourage her? I did. Not to to leave. I didn't encourage her to leave. I encouraged her to do what she felt was best for herself. And that's the problem. That's not what you, that's that's not enough. And let let me tell you why it's not enough. Because clearly, we both already see that what she feels is best for her is to stay with a man that doesn't love her and that doesn't deserve her when she's a good woman. And they need that. Us women... We need other women. We need other people to to hope to show us to see what we're worth and what we can do and what we deserve. And it's not it's not a, it's not even a stepping on his toes type of thing. Like I understand. Oh, that. I don't care about him at all. I'm just saying I understand that, I, that they're in a relationship and they're married. And really, since this is what I feel like, I feel like your spirit knows that it wouldn't be the easiest task. So you kind of really don't want to touch I mean, it. I'm trying to figure out what would be my task because at the end of the day, like I said, she's, that is not my place. That but is then between, you tell her that you've been through the same thing. Yes, I have. Okay. But at the same time, with me going through what I went through, I had to go through it alone. You had to go through I, it alone. But even but if that's my, why but you're this here. Is, this is what you're not listening to. My friends would be there and tell me and comfort me and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, I had to make the decision. I'm the type of person, I get frustrated mm-hmm. when I'm trying to give someone advice and they're doing, I can't put myself in that that's situation. I can't a, put that's myself. A lesson. And see, that's my lesson that I have learned is to do what I need to do and keep it moving. Because okay. I can't control nobody else. And that's my problem. I try to control stuff. I can't sit there with her and try to walk her through it. It's all about learning. And that's what I'm saying. That's not what you have to do. Because let me tell you this, sis. Yes, everybody has to go through that time to where they have to be alone and they have to go through things by themselves. But sis, just sit here and think about how it felt for you to have to go through that shit by yourself. How did that make you feel? 
Yeah, I mean, and I still have. And I'm my not thing saying is, beg somebody to be around. My beg th- somebody to be. Able I to have know. people in my corner. My mother, my father, <clears throat> all of those people. But regardless, all those people in my corner, I still felt alone. So even if I am in her corner, she's still going to feel alone. How do you know that? Because. You don't, though, because you guys aren't the same person. That's what I'm trying to tell you, sis. Just listen. listen, Look, if she came to me to talk to me, then that's one thing. But I'm not going to do that. She's called me. So she already has has my number. She already knows that she can contact me. How about the if he contacts you or if you hear from him, let me know. Oh, then that's different. I already told her. But if I don't talk to him, what is my point for calling her? Okay, that's exactly my thing. Like, this is the thing, sis. And this is probably a conversation that we shouldn't be having on the thing. But we're here. You, You don't have to do anything. But I told you, I'm a messenger. So I know that spirit is telling me to tell you what I'm telling you right now. And I can feel that your spirit is, you kind of, you do. You want to avoid this. You don't want to have to deal with that. You don't. Because of how you feel, you said you sat here and you said, you know, that's not my thing. I don't like to do that. But it's like being able as a light worker. I feel like I've done enough. What did you do though? Besides, I didn't, what, hold besides, on, hold on. Besides, I didn't have to tell her anything. You didn't have to, but all you I told did. her is your man was your man cheating on you. That's it. No, I told her I he didn't. Well, he emotionally cheated, yeah. I guess. But um, your man don't wear his ring. I told she she know she finding out everything. I'm just confirming everything that she already knew. What did you do to build her up? I told her she did. I said, you know, do what's best for you. I said, I hope that everything works out in your favor because you seem like you're a good person. In her mind, what do you think she thinks is best for her? Especially after she made the statement. And I'm said, not. You know I'm sorry. I can't agree. I'm not about to. From what I'm receiving from you is to be by her side to see her still fuck with this. That's idiot. not what I said. But that, that's the thing. It's not to see her. You, you, you don't know that from beginning to end of y'all talking to each other that the end result of your encouragement and your positivity and your healing that you're capable of doing and your light work that she's still going to be the same. So you trying to say. Basically, you are trying to tell me to get her to leave him. No, I'm not trying to tell you to get her to leave him. I'm trying to tell you that that self-love that you're growing for yourself and that you've learned from the situation that you went through with your baby daddy. See, you're a step step ahead of her because Mm -hmm. you went through that situation and you made it out. But the way that she's, the way that things look and the way that she's talking to you just from the things that I've heard, heard that she said to you. My thing is. She's going to be stuck in this path. My thing is what, this is how, it could go several different ways. Mm-hmm. It can. I don't want her to think, one, oh, I'm checking on, how, how you doing? Oh, she's just checking on me. Like, oh, dude, girl coming to be a snake. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want her to perceive me that way. I don't feel like. I got a love going on my own plate to be trying to worry about a lot of people, the other stuff going on. I never choose me. So I'm choosing this year is the year that I have been choosing myself and it has been working in my favor. And I do not want to backtrack. Maybe next year I'll choose other people, but I choose everybody else over myself all the time. It is my year to be selfish. And that's what I'm being right now. I feel like I've done enough. I, I've answered her calls. I've talked to her. I've held a conversation with her. Most females would not do Half the shit that I did when I was approaching the situation, mm-hmm. you know, I even basically put her nigga on front street like you saying that I'm lying. I'm not lying. And you know, I'm not lying. You know, I get I got him to admit to her. Mm-hmm. So I've done my due diligence. That is her choice. I am not someone who can just continue to sit there and. What else am I supposed to say or do? It's a, I mean, and this is just me. 
And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that these are things that you have to do. Because at the end of the day, we all are our own people and we make our own decisions. But just like you're a light worker, I'm a light worker too. We go through the situations that we go through for a reason. You didn't go through the situation that you went through with your baby daddy just to tell her your man cheated on your man cheated on you. I just I you told know? her about my issue with my child's but, father. And this is I'm not saying that since I'm saying the encouragement. I encouraged the, her. You encouraged her to do what was best for her, and what's best for her in her mind right now is not what's best for her. But see, I we don't have to agree to disagree because at the end of the day. I can't tell her what's best for her. You can tell her or encourage for her and her five kids. Simply self love, sis. Mm-hmm. Any, and I told this, her, I this said, is any, this is any woman that I come across. I don't care what the situation is. You could be with a woman, you could be with a female, and we're di- we are we're different. But this is how I am, sis. I just share shit. Mm-hmm. The type of person that I am. I like I said, I know that I'm a light worker and I know that I'm a healer and I know that the things that I went through, I went through those things to be able to help other people. And it's just about the way that you do it. Like my spiritual life coach was telling me the devil talks to you in a certain way, the enemy and your ego talks to you in a certain way. And it's like kind of like a forcing you to do something type of thing. But when spirit talks to you and God talks to you, it's in a sweet way and you have free will when it comes down to God. So it's not a forceful, aggressive thing. It's more so of a maybe you could I do think this. that our approach, I think we have the same goal, but our approach is different. My approach is you are a God, okay? Mm-hmm. We are gods on earth, lowercase g. We are goddesses. We are the we are the figment of what God wanted us to be. I believe that so also. My thing is, I'm giving you that choice. You have to make something different in the choices that you make for your own spirit. How did you give her that choice, though? What? type of elaboration did you give the, her the fact for her that, to see the fact that i opened i didn't have to tell her anything about my life because mm-hmm. this was about her right okay so i opened but when up you share your life and what you went through that helps a person to be and able that, to see but that's you. what i'm saying mm-hmm. i did that i did my due diligence i went above and beyond i don't have to tell her about everything about my life but i chose to because i saw where she was mm-hmm. and i let her know it took me a minute to leave I gave her hints as to what she should do, but ultimately she's going to do what she wants to do, regardless if it's good for her or not. She's going to have to keep falling in order to be able to move forward, okay? I had to do it myself, regardless what all my friends told me. Shakira, you need to leave. Shakira, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be doing that. I still went back. But that's what I'm saying. And maybe if your friend's approach would have been different, the way that they were delivering the message that needs to be delivered to you, maybe it would have been a little But you know, I don't think, I don't think it, I don't, I don't think that. Because ultimately, I'm a strong-minded person. Everything that they said was right. And I never negated or disagreed with that. I always was quiet because I knew what they were saying was right. Mm-hmm. She knows what I'm saying is right. But ultimately, like you said, when your soul ties, it's nothing that nobody can do besides the will within yourself to break that tie. I mean, I just I just don't agree with that. That'll, be, that'll have to be a thing that we have to agree to disagree on. I mean, I think we both heal in different ways. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that it's really big of you to say, I want to be selfish this year. Because I don't really get that much time. I don't get that much time to even decide, you know, I've never been a selfish person to just 
And I'm not saying that you thinking about yourself and putting yourself first is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Those are things that we should do for ourselves. That's how you grow. And, and fill up your own cup. But it's just literally like like my spiritual life coach. I was having a conversation with her last night that I never thought I would be having. Like that had something to do with a situation pertaining to how my life was and something that she thought she wanted to deal with and that she thought she wanted to go through. And she told me, Spirit said, talk to you about this. So when I talked to her about it, I seen that she has this little spark inside of her that wants to grow for a a situation that I know she doesn't need to be in. And granted, I know she's going to make whatever decision she wants to make because it's her her choice. And I actually did let it come out of my mouth. I told her, sis, don't do that. I said, don't do it. I said, and at the end of the day, I know you're going to make the decision that you want to want, but me, that that you want to make, but me as a friend and me as the person, the healer and the light worker that I am, and for me to have been in that situation and already seeing it from beginning to end and how it would turn out, I feel like my job, especially with her saying, spirit told me to talk to you about this. I can't talk to everybody about this. She's like, you and one of my other clients I've had this conversation with. Spirit literally was telling me to express to her like into detail what I went through with this man in this situation so that she would not go through it and at a, there was a point where I had to tell her this is the wrong decision to make this is not something that you want to do this is not going to work out good as if I was telling her what to do but at the end of the day I was still encouraging about it I was still positive about it and telling her sis look at all the shit you got like, that shit is going to wreck that for you. I mean, I just have a certain way of trying to encourage a person, even if a person doesn't want to listen, because it's like, at the end of the day, at least I tried. Now, how many times I decide to try is definitely... Now, see, you, you're, you like I was me. last year. I take a different perspective this year. You're, de- you're like a reflection of how I was last year. Just keep trying to almost force it no that's not what i'm saying like in a sense it is but But it's passive to encourage somebody is not forcing them to make a decision to constantly call you and say since i know you're going through something but i love you it's gonna be okay look at the positivity in the situation you know what sis even though you're still with this man if you were to leave this is what you could have this is what you could have this is this is how you can get there this is how you can get to that place i know that it's hard yes it's encouragement to love yourself it's encouragement what you're saying is encouraging but from a the person's from my point of view even how my friends and they deliver it really nicely it's still a way that it's passively going into your subconscious mind, which is a forcement of telling you a reinforcement. Okay, this is what you should be doing. You hearing what they're telling you to do. It's still a, a, a still a way of force of forcing. It's just a different way of doing it. Encouragement is a enforcement. I don't think that. It's, I don't I disagree with that. I do not I don't I don't mm-hmm. agree that encouraging somebody I don't agree that me telling you have a great day. So it Your day can go it, so much better. That, those are encouraging words. I don't yes. feel like that's me forcing you to try to have a better day. Yes, it no, is. I don't yes, agree with that. I, I gotta disagree. I do not it, agree I feel with like, that. I, I feel like it, 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 it's, a, it's a positive reinforcement. How is it not a positive reinforcement? I don't see it. If I'm encouraging you to be a better you, I'm, I'm reinforcing like encouragement into your life. And you're ex- you're accepting that positive energy. But you're more you're more you're more re- uh, receptive of doing or reflecting the encouragement that I just gave on to you. 
Do you not? I don't see it. I don't see it being as a forcing type thing. Because that's just like... It's positive reinforcement. How is it not? You telling me have a great day. That makes me feel some way inside. I think about that inside. So that make when I'm getting ready to have a bad day and I think about what you said, you know what? Have a good day. And what's That's wrong with that? But what's it, wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with okay, it. Okay, so let's apply that to the situation. So I understand what you should do what to a woman. I said I didn't say that anything was wrong with it. I, I was just trying to get you to understand what I was saying about what I meant by uh, forcing. But my thing is with her, one, I don't know her from a can of paint. I really don't want to feel like I, I need to get to know her to try to help maneuver whatever issue she has going on. I feel like I've done what I needed to do. I've opened up and that's the most that I should have to do. I didn't have to do that. When you're given a choice to have to do something and go and not do something and to go above and beyond, that is what I feel I did. I feel I went up above and beyond because I know for a fact that all I had to do was say, you got to talk to him. Which most females would have done. Most females in my position would have got upset at both him and her. Her for calling and him for lying and being like, okay, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. He, that ain't my nigga. You got to go talk to him. I took two days to talk to her through text message and through phone. I told her if I talk to him or if I see him or when I talk to him. Because I, I let her know before she even asked me. I said, I have to still talk to your husband. I have to talk to him so I can get closure because this really bothered me and got mm. under my skin. And I'm going to have a talk with him. And I told her, I said, I'm not going to yell at him because that's your job. Everything I said to you, I said to her. I said, I'm, but I'm going to let him know. Even if he not listening, I'm going to let him know what it is. I did what I was supposed to do. There is nothing else for me to do. Everything else, the fact that, and I know that she appreciates that because she said she's already been through this with several other females besides me. And she said, I'm the only one that has reacted this way. I know just by the way that I reacted, it is going to affect her in a certain way. She looks at women in a different light because of me. So I've done what I needed to do. I mean, sis, if you feel like you've done what you needed to do, my spirit is sitting here telling me that there was more that you could have done. But not saying, well, yeah, I guess it is kind of saying, I wouldn't say that it is not enough. But I just feel like you could have gave more. But I feel like because of the fact that you are dealing with things, because sometimes my spirit, it's been plenty of times, I, there are certain things that I don't want to deal with. So I totally understand. I mean, but you're really saying I like, don't want to deal with it, but I've already dealt with it. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, and that's just me. That's just the way that I heal. And I can't try to compare the two of us. But that's just from my perspective um the way that i heal because as light workers and as healers uh born healers and then as god's chosen people there are things that we have to do and sometimes we do have to sacrifice ourselves with things with ourselves um or take away from ourselves to help other people first off that's why i feel like that's a big reason why spirit lets us go through the things that we go through and like i said that is to heal people and that comes with sacrifice it always does because the energy the energy is real mm -hmm. you know it's that positive and that's that and it's that negative like my sister i literally i can feel people's energy without being around them like right. i could be talking about somebody or be on the phone with them or be on instagram scrolling and i can feel energy and this actually happened to me when one of my friends from high school we hadn't talked in a long time and this is crazy because this is a girl that, the married man, like, but she didn't know he was married. But I, I felt this sense of hurt 
like the love the what she's experiencing with this man right now on the um affectionate love level emotional level i could feel that through instagram and it was crazy but i literally was sitting there and i was telling spirit like no i'm not going to say anything to her my first mind was to message her and i felt what i was gonna have to feel while i was dealing with her and talking to her about these things whatever they were i felt that energy that i was going to obtain mm-hmm. and i was literally telling myself right then and there sis like i don't want to deal with this i don't want to but it's like literally when spirit talks to me and he tells me to move i just kept hearing message her message her message her say something to her so when he or she they when they speak to me i have to move um and sometimes i do feel like i take on a lot like i learned a lesson like that like i am absolutely open to what you're saying since i don't want you to feel like i'm not you know just trying to get out things from my perspective or from how i feel and that's why i was just saying i can't expect everybody to heal or work in the same light way that i work in like my baby daddy my baby daddy has a girl pregnant right now and i feel bad for this girl at first i wanted to fight her fight her because of what she did to me or the way she taunts my family but it's like I had to grow and I knew that I grew when I found out that this girl, they got their little situation going on. I feel really bad because she's pregnant and she has an STD. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, oh, my God. I kill him. And I told this girl before, I'm like, just don't get pregnant by him. And like you said, you don't want to come off to her as being a snake. And I was thinking, like when I was telling this girl at first while we were all messing around, you know, I was telling her like, "Don't get pregnant." Wait, and this the same girl? This the no, it's a different, it's a different girl. Okay, this is another girl. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, we were all messing around, but we weren't in a relationship. But mm-hmm. you know, but she, you know, I was telling her like, "Don't get caught up in losing yourself." All those things nobody told me that I should have, that I wish somebody would have told me, mm-hmm. so that I didn't go down that path. I was trying to tell her. And now that I'm thinking about what you said, as you know, you don't, you don't want to come off across to her as a snake. She could have thought that that's what I was trying to trying to do because that was my baby daddy. But I would literally look her in her face and tell her, I don't want this man. I'm here for a reason. And once my goal is accomplished, I'm gone. You can have him. But it's just like I was telling my mom and my mom had to tell me she was like Zimri I really just don't think that you should touch it like my mom just kept telling me like I understand what you're saying I understand you want to help I understand you want to give her hope and let her know like because I'm going through literally the same thing you know I mean I didn't have an STD when I was pregnant thank God because my baby daddy was in prison while I was pregnant so we weren't having sex but like literally I avoided what she's going through right now Mm -hmm. God avoided that for me but it's like I feel a part of me feels like I should be there to encourage her to do better. But I know still in the back of my mind because of how I was that there's not much that I can say to her to get her to move. But I know that when the time, when the right time comes, that even though we have, we've had our differences, that I'm going to be, be able to be there for her in that child, especially since that's my child's sibling. You know what I'm saying? But I know that there's one day going to come a point to where I can talk to her. But that wasn't my time at the time when my mama was telling me, Zimri, don't do it. Because they weren't talking. He had a little girlfriend. He was off doing whatever he was doing. And now, very recently, I've seen them around each other. So I was like, all right, Zimri, she was going to run back, which I know that's expected. It's like literally she's going through the same thing that I went through. Her shit is just worse. Like, as far as the bitch STD with a baby. How does that 
can they give her antibiotic? Something? No. They have to be able to do I something mean, they're because probably, that they're if, probably giving her antibiotics, but I know that that's putting her at high risk because you're not supposed to take anything, but, any of that. But at the same time, if she don't and she passed that baby through, or you know, like that chlamydia, gonna, but like chlamydia, that. that turns into PID. That can make her not be able to have kids anymore. That mm-hmm. can make her not be able to actually go full term with her kid. Mm-hmm. That can affect the child. I think gonorrhea, all of that stuff. And that's what I'm saying. Like so, either way it go, it could turn out to be a bad situation mm-hmm. because getting an antibiotic your child you, you shouldn't be putting all this on your body while you're pregnant right and then to pass that baby with an std and then for you to or you just i know to they be, had to have treated her yeah just to because be pregnant pe- with pelvic the, inflammatory disease like you have a std for so long that's what's gonna happen right and, and then gonna that's gonna that's up. gonna stick with you for the rest of your life because i think that caused like lesions on your fallopian tube and a lot of different yes. things but um yeah i mean i think that we we just work differently yeah i think i just i i decide how much energy i want to put into stuff now that i rank the importance the priority of certain situations because i don't i don't have time to put so much into everybody and allow my cup to remain unfulfilled or unfilled mm-hmm. you know this is the year and I, this is what God told me at the beginning of this year. This year is the year that I focus on me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I wanted to do this show today. So, in a sense, this show is still helping others because it's pr- probably females in my situation who was the default side bitch. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and the wives, you know, it's women out here like me, ladies, who don't want to be put in situations to mess with married men Mm -hmm. or you know we want to be able to help as much as we can but still give you that respect to have because you gotta you got you can't i can't keep calling this lady like you all right what's wrong you okay but that's what i can't do that's what i'm saying that's not that's not exactly what i'm saying so i you know what i think that both of us um after we leave this conversation, I believe that both of us are going to think about what each other said. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we may get a, maybe a different perspective of it. Or it may be something that pops us and say, you know what? When she was saying this, this is what she meant. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, something like that. Because, like I said, I'm definitely open to what you're saying. And I appreciate what you're saying because you, you're right. I, however you were last year is probably how I am now. I haven't gotten to that point to where... I'm slow. I feel like I'm slowly getting there, but I haven't really learned how to decide, prioritize what to give my energy to and what not to give my energy to. You it's just like, want to give it every all. Every time I everywhere. hear that cry, yes. Every time I hear, I hear that cry, I want to reach like out mama, and I want to yeah. help when sometimes it is that. Like, and you probably felt why you were having this discussion with her because, I mean, I kind of see it. I kind of see, and that's why I was telling you, like, sis, you could do more. Because I see her still wanting to be with this man. I mean, this is her husband. They got five kids. But it's like at the end of the day, just my approach would be, look, like, look, lady, um, you don't have to go through this. And, I mean, I would just tell her that I understand that y'all are married and y'all have five kids, but it's not the end of the world. And it's really a man out here that will love you. It was just so many encouraging things that I could say to her. And uh, I feel that I would be able to say that could possibly move her. And I just feel like at the end of the day, regardless of whether she moves or not, I did my part. And you feel like you did your part also. And I'm not saying that you didn't do your part, sis, because, you know, I don't even have the full everything. I didn't know about the text messages and, you know, the things like that. So Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten full details on everything. So I kind of just jumped off the bridge with it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, as long as you feel 
that you did enough or that like I said, you may get that feeling from her like she not gonna leave this nigga. And that's probably why you kinda just was like, you know what, when you ready, it's gonna happen. And you probably felt when you were dealing with her like this is not something that you should put your energy into because it's not gonna go anywhere yeah i mean because every situation is different and just looking at the perspective of how many times she said that she had went through it and she's confided in me and telling me about all these other girls and i'm like yeah you kind of have to watch how you say stuff to people and what you say because my your approach of what you said that you might have said that might have made her feel some type of way Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay look Basically, I'm raw. I told her, you a grown woman. You know, you got five kids. You know you deserve better. Mm. You know, but you have to decide what it is that you want for yourself. So, See, but Pum, some people don't know that. But that's not my problem. Like, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You, you've, got into, you've got into that point, and I don't know if that's... I don't know if I'm ever going to be there. Because it's like my heart is just so. Because I, the way I try to operate is the way God operates with me, you know. God's giving her the signs. He's given. He gave her signs before me. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the signs. I'm telling you what it is that you need to do without telling you what you need to do. Now, all I can do is plant the seed, and it's up to her to water that. I just feel that's what I'm saying. I just feel like okay, perfectly. Um, I seen a post and it was a seed, mm-hmm. and it said, you know, the seed was like, "Oh my God, this hurts." I'm by myself, but I'm being watered. I'm watering myself to grow, but it hurts to break through that shell. And we don't know, we don't know what's above the dirt. You, do you understand what I'm right. saying? Like we don't know, and that's why we stay. What we can grow, yes, what we could grow into, and I, and that's what I mean, like. And when I say that, but like I said, I don't know exactly what you said to her, but just being able to give her that visual or even being able to somewhat provide that feeling of what it could feel like to let go of what has your hands full so that you can receive what spirit is trying to send into your life. Because who's to say that she knows? Like... And I can say that I because believe, I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I feel like I didn't know what I deserved. From, from talking to her and from hearing everything that she said, mm-hmm. she's a very bright woman. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. she already has said she was going to divorce him before. But what is it? She knows she need to get a divorce. If she even said... No, I'm saying, but what is it that's holding her back? I didn't try to figure out all of that. See, it sis, could be the kids. That's just that's just what I would... That's the, and that's, that's just it like... It could be the kids. I mean... That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you... I feel like when you dig, but that's not... You know, something that you wanted to do, and that's fine. But when I come across people in situations like that, that's the question that I would have wanted to ask her. And and I, I I understand that you feel that's not my goddamn business, you know. And I'm just not. Where do we are? We're different. We're we're the same in ways, but we're different with how we deal with people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you're older than I am, also. So if you've dealt with a lot more than I've dealt with, and you've seen like people's reactions and the way that they could react to things differently, like I'm I'm not a I will literally try to help anybody. Like, I don't don't have to know you from any fucking Mm -hmm. where. You know, just the way that I look at things. So, it's like, I know that I haven't experienced a lot of things that you've experienced. And 
just like I said, even during this conversation, I can't just go off of what I would do because we're two totally, I'm not even going to say totally different because we have but a lot we of just things have in common. Di- do things we, differently. Yes, we do th- things differently. Like, you're a healer and you're, okay, I'm a soft healer. You're a raw healer. Yeah. You're like a... I'm going to give you these punches, and I'm just like a, (laughs) it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I always, the way that my mind thinks, I always just dig deep, and I just feel like that that that, that was one thing, um, just that I would have done differently. I smell a cigarette. I'm weird. But, you don't smell that? (laughs) I smoke them, so I know. Like, I smell it. My nose stuffed them, so (laughs) am I. (laughs) So, I just would have asked her, like, especially knowing, and this is what I mean, like, when I feel like spirit was telling me that you could have done more, this is what I mean, like, um, I'm not saying that spirit is literally in my head, like, she could have done more, but that's just like, Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, you see that this woman is not dumb. She's definitely smart. But... I don't know not one person that wants to go through the shit that she's going through. Mm-hmm. Even though she's content, she's accepting it and she's trying and she try and she's trying. I would have just asked her, "What is it that's keeping you here?" It could definitely be being that I was in that situation. First of all, they have five kids, mm-hmm. so and I know that that's probably like, the biggest who want me factor. With five kids, I feel like who wants exactly. Me with one kid? It, yeah, that's how so. I feel, you know. And I went through that for a whole little second. What, like, dang, who gonna want me? With, I got this mommy gut that I can't get rid of, no matter how many crunches, how consistent I am. I lost two hundred. I lost all the weight that I had. I got up to two hundred fifteen pounds in pregnancy. Yes, and I got down to one. I'm one thirty seven. You look so, good, baby. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I'm like, dang, who gonna want these little small stretch marks on my thighs? And then my pelvic wall had dropped and stuff from after the pregnancy. And I'm like, oh, my God. But um, I'm like, who gonna want me? You know? So I definitely could understand that, especially with five kids. And then on top of that, I think, like, you get, like you said, you get comfortable. You don't know what's on the other side of the other side of the grass, you know? She never, I mean, she, I thought, she never loved herself, sis. I'm telling you that, and I ain't never she, met this woman or had a conversation with her. She don't know how to love she herself. She never loved herself. And that's when I, when I was saying that, you know, just to put a little bit more into it. And hopefully somebody does come across for her. Okay, so what I do. can teach her those things. What I will do, I will text her. Oh, God, sis. I will text her. Not today and not tomorrow. Okay, not but today. one I'm gonna of these give days. It, I'm going to give it some time. Okay. Now, if she tell me they back together, girl, I'm done. See, but that's... Nah. No, <laughs> you, you 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 gotta think about it. You have to think about the fact that one, she's not as strong as you are. She hasn't grown. She mm-hmm. that growth that you went through. Okay, just look at it like this situation. You went through it so many times, and then finally, thank God, you got it. And you was just like, I'm so sick of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people need that encouragement. Sometimes people need that push. And now that I say push, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, sis. Make sure you put this part on there. I am. This is a positive. It is. It's a positive, positive reinforcement. reinforcement. It is. It's like a positive way to, uh, per, to persuade somebody or to try to force somebody to do something better. So she... She doesn't know. She doesn't even she doesn't even know that the spot that you're in now exists. She doesn't know. She doesn't love herself. She don't know what it is to love herself. I guarantee you that if you was to talk to this lady and to get to know her, her parents probably wasn't together 
growing up. She probably didn't see no relationship like that. She probably didn't have her dad to teach her how a man's supposed to treat her and just certain shit like that. And the first man that got the knocking her ass up, here it is. I'm here. We got kids. It's just so much shit. Like, I can see the trickle. I can see the the the, 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 the down. The down, down roll. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see it. So, it's just like, I don't, I, I'm just saying, I'm going to say what I, I wouldn't give up on her because she turned around and went back to him. Because some people, and then that be the thing, some people just need somebody to be there for them and to see, let them but see, know. Like, that, I can't, I don't know, because that is a covenant between God and them. So, I cannot infiltrate on that, especially if in her mind she's saying, hey, I want to work it out with my child. Husband. Them vows and shit that they, they don't mean nothing. I'm not talking about the state. I'm talking about the actual agreement with God. That don't mean shit. I can't. I, listen, I disagree. I, I'm a, listen, and this is, this is from me talking to a person that I know is connected to God. You hear me? This woman told me the only thing that God care about at the end of the day, and Jesus is real. Like I told you, I struggled with religion and stuff for a long time. At the end of the day, the only thing God care about is loving your brother and your sister. One, let me say one. Don't love nobody more, more than you, you love, love yourself. But no, don't love nobody more than you love God. And God is mm-hmm. yourself. Like you said, mm-hmm. I am. It's within. Everybody is a God and a goddess. You know what I'm saying? So we all have God within us. Don't, you don't put any, you don't, you don't put anybody before God because he will take that or that person away from you, period. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, love your brother and your sister as you love yourself. That's all he cared about. He knew he was going to be fucked up out here. He knew he was going to be sinners. Like, none of those sins matter. Killing somebody, you could be forgiven for that. Cheating on somebody, I vowed it. Girl, I didn't, you know how many times I didn't swore to God and been lying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like that now, but that was just then. Listen, sis, everything that I'm saying, meditate on it, sis. Pray on it. I already did. And I'm I, past and that. I and it ain't nothing nobody going to change my mind on with that. I, when I, I feel like when you are... um. When you cross ties and you make that that vow to God, even when is, you even when it's with the person that you're not supposed to be with, that's something. But that is something that he has to deal with. That's why it's between those three, because that's God. I can, I'm a light worker. God is the worker. Mm-hmm. Okay, He's gonna. I am a part of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, He's doing what He's supposed to do by sending me or whatever other situations along the way and whatever's after. I'm supposed to. This is this is a this is the timeline, and I only fit in this small aspect of that timeline. Mm-hmm. So it is up to Him because they made those they made those commitments to God, and God is the all. But that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, this is just what I've learned, and we all have our differences. And like I said, like at the end of the day, I'm gonna ask. I'm, I'm gonna that's, pray. I'm gonna add, pray and ask God to give me an understanding of what you're saying, and I'm gonna pray and ask God to allow you to, or to help you to receive and understand what I'm saying from what I've learned. First of all, in my belief, marriage was laying down with somebody. Mm-hmm. Marriage, all this, oh, making a vow, telling God to his face. Because it's been plenty of times, me, you, everybody else in this goddamn world that have stood in front of God and said things. Lied on his name, stood in front of God and said things. Oh, I'm going to do this. It's been plenty of times I said, perfect example, cigarettes. I'm going to quit. When my phone fell out the window the other day because I was smoking a cigarette and I know I shouldn't be smoking because spirit told me, stop. Just stop. 
stop doing it. And I'm still doing it. I literally told, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And it's like, <clears throat> it's okay at the end of the day. Like, and, and this is my point that I was trying to make. Okay, they made a vow in front of God. But, see, but the, who's to say that she didn't? You, so I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be stuck with this person. I said that you're saying that, but this is the way that I look at marriage. I married the wrong person. This is not the, I forced it. But see, this is this is what I'm saying there. That is up to them, her to serve them papers. Like I can encourage her to do whatever it is, but I don't feel like that is my place to infiltrate on that i'm not asking you i'm not and i'm not trying to tell you to infiltrate on because their relationship and their marriage i'm telling you to infiltrate on the person that she is as far as it if you once you show this woman or even encourage this woman to love herself first and she gets that taste of that self-love everything else is gonna fall behind that like you really don't have to even do no more than that and that's what i'm saying you don't that's, have to you know that's why i said i will text her yeah, I ain't never let you I, I okay. would say what I, what, 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 you know, about self-love. I'll take your advice on that. But if she tells me that she want to work it out with him, all she has is everything that I've said to her up until that point. That's true. And that's up for her to meditate on. I'm not going to keep on being like. That's fine. And then I just want to know, what if you say something to her and then, you know, she's like, well, I still want to be in this relationship. But somewhere along the line, she comes to you and says, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. This is what. This that's is, if she comes to me. I mean, that's fine. I understand it. You don't want to force it. And mm-hmm. I respect that, sis. And I understand. I respect the fact that you saying, I, shit, I respected it when you said I don't want to deal with it. But even as we went along further in this conversation, if you say, you know what, sis, I feel what you're saying. I send her a text message. But mm-hmm. still, if she decides, I'm, you're not, I understand. You're telling me, sis, I'm not going to force her to do shit. That's not my job. I understand that, which you shouldn't. Because, and that actually, that really shows that you're a God-like person because God doesn't force us to do anything. You're really big on free will. I'm not going to force you to do anything. But I'm just saying, which obviously we both still now understand, there are just some things that we can do to encourage positively reinforce <laughs> ah, positively reinforce a person to do better i'm not asking you or expecting you to text this woman or talk to this woman and say you need to leave your husband serve him these fucking papers i'm just encouraging you to positively reinforce some type of self-love or just to open up her eyes somewhat or at least give her something to think about to know that the grass on this other side this side that we're on it is it's greener and it's better and i love black men and anyone who follows me on my social media know i put them on the highest pedestal i love black people i love my people period i put us first but us as women I definitely love how she approached me. I am happy with the way that I approached the situation with her. We stuck together. And we need to be able to do that in other aspects. You know, business. Of course. Um, professionalism. Because sometimes we get a little egotistic when we get our businesses started. Because we're not used to having shit. So you feel like you're above somebody. Just learning how to keep ourselves humble and working together and having these type of relationship amongst ourselves to create a better communication dialogue between each other instead of being uh, having 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 yeah having some type of 
negative motive toward one another. We didn't even got to go through all that. I just kind of wanted to get to a confirmation. Um, Basically, the end-all, be-all for this segment is women who are in my situation, don't be so aggressive if you caught in a situation where you are being approached by someone's wife and you had no clue that they were married. You know, don't be combative because mm-hmm. you got to think one day you're going to be a wife mm-hmm. and this might be your situation mm-hmm. or it might not. But if it is, you want to think about how how you, would, how you mm-hmm. would want someone to treat you. And women mm-hmm. who are going through the same thing, who are wives who are being tre- cheated on, you know, you have to ask yourself, what is your worth? Mm-hmm. You know, as you heard me and me and Zeri, we have different aspects on how we would approach a situation. Mm-hmm. But ultimately... It's for you, the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's for a more positive outcome. You have to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay? And for the men, because it, it, it's happened so many times and, and it's always accepted because we're taught to, oh, you know, that's what men do. It's in their mm-hmm. nature to cheat and no. take them back. And that, that's what, you know, our parents and grandparents have mm-hmm. put into us. You have to think about this. One, it's so many STDs. And so many things out here that you can't get rid of. Do you really want to risk bringing that home to somebody that you say that you love? Can you imagine? Imagine yourself having an affair with somebody. Catching HIV. Bringing that home to your wife. And then both of you And then you both got it. it and you got to tell your kids, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I know someone who, who, who told me this. Mm-hmm. And it hurt to see... Everything that went through on their face. This shit is real. You know, respect that woman. And if it's something that you just can't deal with anymore, then leave. Get a divorce. Yes, then just leave. You know, like, no. Don't we, even, I'm not even on address the, the sad bitches that, that know they sad bitches. Because, you know, y'all allow them bitches to get that upper hand. And if you respected yourself and your wife. You know not to even let that go down. Just leave. It's not that hard. If you want to be a hoe, be a hoe on your own time. Well, on that note, we want to thank you for listening to Say That Sis. And we will be with you next week. Peace out.